Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. Thank you so much for joining with me. I'm Dale. I tell you, we're looking at some interesting things right here, sort of taking our time, okay, because these are things that quite often uh, we don't hear a lot of teaching on, we don't hear a lot of preaching on, and if we do hear, it's usually from the point of view of, okay, this is what I think, this is what I believe, so therefore this is how these verses line up with what I think and what I believe, and that's really not the best way to look at it. The best way to look at it is just to spend time repeatedly over and over and over again reading the Word of God, reading the passage, and saying, Lord, what does it mean? Okay, what does it mean? And God shows us. I mean, he, he will bring forth Revelation. And so we're literally in Revelation <laughs> chapter 13. And I'm going to go back and start with the first verse again and read all the way through. We reached basically the end of uh, the first part of this chapter, but there was one verse that we didn't cover last time, and it sort of brings some things together. So here we go. First verse, and the dragon stood on the sand of the seashore. Then I saw a beast coming up out of the sea, having ten horns and seven heads. And on his horns were ten diadems, and on his head were blasphemous names. Verse 2, and the beast which I saw was like a leopard, and his feet were like those of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his throne and great authority. I saw one of his heads as if it had been slain, and his fatal wound was healed. And the whole earth was amazed and followed after the beast. They worshipped the dragon because he gave his authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast, and who is able to wage war with him? So what we see here, just stopping for a moment, is that the dragon's on the seashore, and John sees a beast coming up out of the sea seven heads, and uh, it's given power and authority by the dragon and a throne. And it speaks these arrogant words, which is what the next verse is going to say, and all the world is amazed, and they worship the dragon, and they worship the beast. Now here's verse 5. There was given to him a mouth speaking arrogant words and blasphemies, and authority to act for 42 months was given to him. Now, that's interesting. I wonder who gave him the authority to act, okay? Ultimately, the authority comes from the Most High God because the Lord is God over everything. Power and authority was given by the dragon. The time limit right here is probably by God, there's no doubt, because at the end of this 42 months, God does something with these, with the dragon and the beast and some folks we're going to see. We'll see that later on. Verse 6, And he opened his mouth in blasphemies against God, to blaspheme his name in his tabernacle, that is, those who dwell in heaven. It, so this beast is blaspheming those on earth and those in heaven. Verse 7, It was also given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them and authority over every tribe and people and tongue and nation was given to him. Verse 8, All who dwell on the earth will worship him Everyone whose name has not been written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who has been slain. Then verse 9, if anyone has an ear, let him hear. Now, here's verse 10. We didn't cover this last time. If anyone is destined for captivity, to captivity go. He goes. 
if anyone kills with the sword, with the sword he must be killed. Here is the perseverance and the faith of the saints. Now that is an interesting little turn of the phrase right there. Okay, quite often we say, well, we we see verses that talk about uh, perseverance, press on. But he's saying here is the perseverance and the faith of the saints. And I think the, the, the big picture that's being drawn right here for us is that those who are of the Lord, those who are truly saved, the ones who are of the faith, that they will persevere in the midst of this and through this. If someone claims to be of the faith and says they're a believer and they look like it in every way, and yet they do not persevere through the midst of this and they turn around and they worship the dragon or they worship the beast and they take the mark, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, then they have revealed that they are not truly saved. First part of the verse says, if anyone is destined for captivity, to captivity he goes. That destined is another idea of that chosen, of that elect, of that select, of God knowing from the foundations of the earth. A lot of times people say, well, I, I don't understand that. It sounds like that God has chosen some to be saved. God's chosen some not to be saved. I know you're in a great line of people through the ages who have sought to understand the the relationship between the sovereignty of God and the responsibility of man. God chooses, and yet man responds. Well, people say, well, okay, that if man responds, that means that God has chosen him. Well, yeah, great. If he doesn't uh, respond, that means God hasn't chosen him. In a matter of speaking, yes. But it also means a lot more than that, okay? There's a wonderful mystery involved with salvation right there. And when somebody comes along and says, oh, well, then this is how it is, you need to be real careful. We draw lines of uh, titles. We say, oh, well, I'm Arminian or I'm a Calvinist. You've heard those terms thrown about, particularly the Calvinist, right? And so when I sit there and say something like I've said the last couple of episodes, people are going to immediately go, oh, you're Calvinist, you're Calvinist. No, 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 no. I reject all those titles. I reject all that. You just look at what the scripture says right here. He says that there are those that from the foundations of the earth, and we saw that last time, right, from the foundations of the earth, that their name would be written on the, in the Lamb's book of life. Right here, a couple verses later, he says, there are those that are destined to captivity, to captivity they will go, that are going to be killed. But he sell, tells us, this is the perseverance and the faith of the saints, that we will press in, that we will press on in the faith in the midst of these trials and this great tribulation. This is the great tribulation that you see in Matthew 24. Okay? And the saints will be here in the midst of it. Tell you what, I think I'm going to stop right here because the very next verse picks up and he's talking about another beast. We'll talk about that one the next time. I'll see you then. Thank you. Bye-bye.